0: Today we celebrate the Sunday after the Ascension of our Lord. After Holy Mass this morning, we will pray the monthly Infant King Novena Prayer. The candles and flowers here in the sanctuary symbolize the many intentions submitted for this monthly novena via our website, infantkingoffering.org. Tomorrow, on the 25th day of this month, Holy Mass will be offered for all of these submitted intentions for the novena. After Mass today we will also chant the Veni or Spiritus, uh, the hymn for the Novena in preparation for the Feast of Pentecost next Sunday. Each day a new video will be posted with prayers and a talk given by a priest of the Institute on a specific gift of the Holy Ghost, all throughout this week in preparation for Pentecost next Sunday. So please tune in each day via our live stream webpage or YouTube channel I-C-K-S-P, for these daily videos. Also, this coming Saturday, there will be the traditional liturgy uh, for the Vigil of Pentecost. Again, stay tuned so you don't miss out. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Did you notice the word testimony twice in today's Gospel? The word testimony might bring back memories of jury duty, or perhaps of a Perry Mason courtroom. But for St. John the Apostle, the word testimony refers to a holy witness, a holy witness who can explain a spiritual reality by understandable proof or visible evidence. For example, when Jesus, the Son of God, Cures a sick man. Jesus shows just how much the invisible Father loves humanity. The miraculous healing of the sick man is visible testimony of that invisible divine love. Testimony is the word used by Jesus in today's Gospel according to St. John. When the Paraclete comes, the Spirit of Truth. He shall give testimony of me. Now, the apostles certainly believe in Jesus. They have heard his message. They've seen his miracles. But, due to the immaturity of spiritual youth, many words and accents of Jesus remain mysterious and unexplainable for them. And so when, at his ascension, Jesus says, Go out to all the nations, teach them to observe all that I've taught you. Well, the apostles, these fishermen and tax collectors who had never traveled abroad, they lacked the understanding, they lacked the strength for the mission of such a gigantic undertaking. That's why Jesus promises today to send the Holy Ghost the Spirit will give testimony to the apostles regarding Jesus. That means the Spirit will remind them of everything Jesus said and did during his life among them. The Spirit will help the apostles to fully understand in depth the spiritual evidence of the truths which Jesus had been trying to teach them all along. When I was in school, I was studying Euclidean geometry and had a tough time understanding thoroughly all the geometric theorems taught by my brilliant professor. But one of the assistant teachers, he was the head of our evening study group, he knew just how to explain the lessons of the professor such that I was finally able to understand later in depth all the intricate details of the theorems which I had heard earlier in the class that morning. So in like manner, the Holy Ghost, that divine assistant teacher, he will come at Pentecost to inspire the apostles with the insight they need to understand the full meaning of the many mysterious words of Jesus. So getting back now to the gospel, after Jesus says, the Spirit shall give testimony of me, then Jesus says, and you yourselves shall give testimony because you are with me from the beginning. After receiving the testimony of the Spirit, now the apostles themselves, they are to give their own testimony, testimony of Jesus to the whole world. As his privileged witnesses. And for this mission of testimony, the divine spirit of truth will give the apostles the gifts of wisdom, knowledge, counsel, and understanding, so that the apostles would know exactly how to teach everyone all that Jesus said and did, so that the apostles would know how to explain the truths which they had heard once before from the mouth of. Of Christ. But dear friends, knowledge alone is not enough. Love. It takes courageous love to carry out that mission. So mentor for the mind, the spirit is also the helper of the heart. There will be fierce opposition. It's going to be persecution. Jesus tells us that in today's Gospel. But the Spirit will strengthen the apostles. He will give them a courageous conviction with a fortitude of love so that they can give public testimony of Christ by their preaching and miracles. Testimony of the truth and a spirit of charity. And years later, the apostles gave the ultimate testimony to Christ. The apostles suffered death death as martyrs, for the name of Jesus. Remember, the word martyr, coming from the Greek, which means to give testimony, to bear witness. Such are the martyrs, they give testimony with their blood. And this all comes from the grace of Pentecost. To the apostles, the Spirit gives testimony, testimony of the truth and love taught by Jesus, So that the apostles can bring this testimony out to all the world. My dear friends, as Catholics, we are also called. We are called to give testimony, testimony to Christ in a world which wants to do without God. In today's free thinking society, we are especially called to be witnesses to Christ by our obedience. The obedience of our minds to the divine truths which have been handed down to us from the apostles, handed down from the apostles to the magisterium of the church today. We are called to be witnesses to the truth of the sanctity of human life from conception until natural death, witnesses to the truth of marriage between man and woman as established by God and made holy by Christ. Each one of us, we are all called to be witnesses to the truth, witnesses to the truth that no couple has the right to exclude, by artificial contraceptive means, the possibility of procreated life as a fruit of that union. Yes, to give witness to the truth in these ways is to honor the divine spirit of truth. You see, truth is a person, truth is a person with a capital P, not an idea, which can change over time. Truth is a living person, not a thing which is to be used as long as it suits me, and then changes for tomorrow, if I feel differently. No. Truth is the personal God himself the triune God who created the world and its creatures to be living reflections of His divine truth and love throughout the ages. God never changes, and the truth which is God never changes either. So, dear friends, each day, we are called to give testimony to this God of truth and love in the details of how we live, As St. Peter tells us in today's epistle, our speech should be God-like in its straightforward sincerity. Our speech should be planting seeds of God's truth when possible in our conversations with others, instructing those who do not know better, encouraging those who are disheartened, consoling those in sorrow. The testimony of truth in our words, should also reflect the divine goodness of kindness and charity. We don't have, perhaps, to give testimony as preachers on street corners, but we, we are all called, each one of us in his or her own little way, we are all to give the witness of good and virtuous example, receiving one another in charity, being hospitable, as St. Peter tells us today, dressing with modest dignity in our clothing because our bodies are temples of God and His grace. We are called to give witness by treating others fairly and with honesty, bearing with the shortcomings of those we live and work with. We should look at our neighbor as someone to emulate rather than as a rival to be outdone forgetting our entitlements, seeking ways to give generously to those who have less than we do, patience in suffering, cheerfulness without complaining, forgiveness with goodwill. We are called to give testimony to God's truth and charity each day in our world, which is suffocating, suffocating from willful separation from its Creator. And there are many little ways we can do this each day. But we need the help of the Spirit of God. And that is why this novena is so important for your spiritual survival in this world of today and of tomorrow. Like the Apostles, our calling is the challenge of a lifetime. But we are not alone in our efforts to give witness to Christ. Jesus sends to us also he sends the Holy Ghost to be our Comforter, to be our Consoler, the Consolator optime. At confirmation, the Spirit of Truth gave us the seven gifts we need to reach our Heavenly Home. Now is the time we must stir up within us the good use of those gifts, which have be- perhaps become dormant over time. Stir up within us the good use of the gifts of the Holy Ghost. Form the holy habit of daily prayer to the Holy Ghost. Form this habit now, during whose novena, in preparation for Pentecost. And for this purpose, tune in to the daily video talks given by the Canons on the gifts of the Holy Ghost. Stir up within you that which has been perhaps spiritually hibernating, for a longer time. Ask the Spirit for His light to know the truth and ask Him for the strength to do always what is right, no matter the obstacles. This is the witness that Christ expects of us. This is the testimony we owe to our King who shed His precious blood for us. This is the testimony which will bring us the deep-rooted joy and peace which this world cannot give. Obedience to God's truth and the spirit of charity. And after the storms and the trials of this life, may we be made worthy by his grace to join the company of the apostles and the great family of heaven. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen.